Lights, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm P.F., this is my tape recorder, and it is another episode of the History of Synth Pop. It's episode 13, we are in the 21st century, I believe this is going to be the penultimate episode as far as I can tell, and next week we'll do the teens, we're going to do the aughts today, and what do we find when we get to the aughts in the history of synth-pop? Well, uh, bands are making synth-pop again, it's not house music, it's not industrial music, all that stuff is still going on, certainly. Uh, we've got a couple of knuckleheads over in France, call themselves Daft Punk, who are making dance music, but it is more, uh, pop music, I would say. It's like Pet Shop Boys, where it's it's dance-inspired, certainly, and is definitely dance music, but unlike, you know, house music or the other dance music of the day, uh, they're still making pop music. And so I'm going to play you a song by them, probably one of their best-known songs. Well, best-known songs of the early career. They've had some uh, bigger hits later. It's a song called Digital Love. It's from 2001, and I'm going to have uh, Greg James from BBC Radio 1 help me introduce this one. We now go to P.F. Wilson. On Facebook for Daft Punk, that is next. Thank you, P.F. Wilson on Facebook. He slash she selected this. Digital Love by Daft Punk. First one. Thank you, Laura in Basingstoke, for your choice on tonight's 10-minute takeover. We have Paramore for Stu in Daventry and for P.F. Wilson on Facebook. Daft Punk and Digital Love. A good 10-minute takeover tonight. Thank you very much for all of you who've taken part. All right. Thank you, Greg. I jumped to the end of the song there so you could hear that. That is from the 10-minute takeover, gosh, about uh, seven or eight years ago when he was hosting Afternoons on Radio 1. He's now uh, doing Radio 1 Breakfast and still doing the 10-minute takeover. And I was able to get on the 10-minute takeover and suggest that song. And there you have it, Daft Punk. Uh, very influenced by Super Tramp, it turns out, because I think one of the guys is fathers worked with super tramp on one of their albums that they recorded in france or something like that so if you listen to the early daft punk especially you can hear kind of that not only you know traditional analog and and 80s 90s ish keyboards but some also some uh that some of that hammond organ sound in there as well so that brings us to the postal service postal service is ben gibbard of death cab for cutie and a producer a friend of his uh, whose name i can't recall but anyway, they started collaborating on some stuff and kind of being interested in uh, synth pop 
and it wasn't really very Death Cab for Cutie-ish, so they decided to call this group the Postal Service uh, as a, a separate entity, and the name comes from the fact they would literally mail each other before you could send digital files across the internet. This is 2003. And they would mail each other uh, what they were working on, and that's how they came up with the stuff. Their best known song is this song. It's called Such Great Heights. from the Postal Service and the gun that's Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie, little side project there, and uh, very, uh, very synth-poppy sounding for 2003. People are getting back into it. So was this group coming up here. They are from Nashville, Tennessee. It's a trio. One of the guys is from Cincinnati. How about that? And uh, the gal, Annette Streen, if you're not a fan of this band here, their name is Venus Hum. Uh, if you don't know them, you may know her work. She has worked with the Blue Man Group, and uh, she has had some issues with her voice in the past couple of years, but I think she is back. She had, uh, I think, what do the singers get? They get the, 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 the polyps on the nose, and it's very painful to sing or even talk sometimes. And uh, But I think she has it all sorted, and uh, they just made a record back in like 2016, 2017, something like that. But anyway, uh, this is not their best-known song, shockingly, because it's their very best tune. They have a song that's called Blue Montana that people seem to dig. So if you go to Spotify, you'll see the little thermometer thing uh, is, goes all the way over to the right on that one. And this one is probably second or third. And this is a tune called Soul Sloshing. <laughs>
Carlos Lashing from Venus Hum from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, like I said, Annette String is still, uh, Annette Strine, I'm sorry, is still uh, out there singing. I don't believe Venus Hum has actually broken up officially. Uh, the dude from Cincinnati, I don't know what he is up to. The other fella is working on soundtracks and stuff in Los Angeles, I understand. Speaking of Los Angeles, we have a group that moved from Oklahoma City. Uh, I guess it wasn't okay with them, <laughs> to Los Angeles, and they are a, a kind of a duo, but then they uh, added a gal named Kara to the lineup, and I uh, got some side musicians, too, to help them out on tour. They are called Shiny Toy Guns, and I remember hearing about these guys, uh, gosh, way back in oh, the early 2000s, of course, which is where we're at, at the bus stop, uh, waiting to put a uh, fangirl on the bus to go off to first or second grade or whatever. And one of the other parents was, we were talking about music. She's like, oh, you know, I heard them early in this band called Shiny Toy Guns. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll check them out. And I did. And they're really great. And uh, this one, uh, you may know them from, if you don't know this tune, you may know them from their cover of Major Tom, which was in a car advert. And they did another cover of something else, I think, that did really well. So that you may know them better from those things. But uh, this is their, their first big hit, and it's called Rainy Monday. On a rainy Monday. Monday from Shiny Toy Guns. Uh, I remember I interviewed the gal that left, uh, Kara, the gal that's in the group left. She was replaced by Cicely Treasure, who was in uh, Pussycat Dolls. She was in the reality show, and then I think got that's how she got into Pussycat Dolls. And then she was in them for, uh, uh, she was on with uh, Shiny Toy Guns for a couple of years, but then she left and Kara came back. She would move to Europe and then came back. So now they are still a band. It is still the two dudes and Kara and uh, any side mates they can find to tour, and hopefully we'll be getting some new music from them. Uh, also around the same time, we have a group called LCD Sound System. It's one of these things where just one guy and he just gets, up, gets all his buddies to help out. And I'm trying to think, they uh, just released an album, let me see, 2017, which is really, really good, which is probably their, their best album. Uh, this song that I'm going to play for you here, I actually heard, this is embarrassing, on the original uh, run of Gossip Girl. Uh, yes, they were all, I believe it was Gossip Girl. Uh, they all sneak into the school's pool late at night, and this is the song that plays. It's called Someone Great, and I think it's very indicative of the early LCD sound system uh, sound, as it were. If you know these guys, you might know them. Daft Punk is playing at my house. That's their, their big tune still to this day. But uh, I think this is a much better tune. Again, this is Something Great, or Someone Great, from LCD Sound System. I wish that we could talk. 
LCD sound system, someone great from 2007. Uh, we go, at the, I believe LCD sound system are from New York City. We'll just go right across the, uh, the Long Island Sound there to Connecticut to find MGMT. Again, two dudes. They do this as a hobby, much like orchestral maneuvers in the dark did way back in the day. And they don't think anyone's taking them seriously. They're just goofing around. And somehow a tape of theirs, a friend of theirs, gives a tape to either a management company or a record label. And they get a phone call. And the, this company's like, we want to sign you guys. And they think it's a joke. They think someone's, uh, what are they, how did the British put it? Something's, uh, not running them up. What's the expression the British use? Um, stitching them up. They think someone's stitching them up. And, uh, it's not the case at all. They really want to sign MGMT. And I'm not sure which song I'm going to play by these guys. The two big singles, you know, are Kids and Time to Pretend. I think I'm going to play Time to Pretend. So here it is. MGMT, I believe that's being sampled in a current song on the charts there somewhere, I know. And this, these guys are still in business, too. Just released an album last year. And again, it's um, sort of uh, housey in a way, but they, in interviews, have said, no, we're very influenced by you know the techno-pop bands of the 80s, including orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Uh, coming into the end of the decade, we have a fella uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota. His name is Adam. And uh, he first is into, like, rock music, but then discovers that uh, he can do stuff all on his own electronically and not have to rely on anybody. And so converts his parents' basement into a studio and releases an album under the name Owl City. Uh, I believe, I can't remember the name of the first album. is. It has a song on it called Strawberry Avalanche, I think. And his second album, he finds much more success, largely due to the fact that he uh, gives the first single away to iTunes to give away to people for free. And it's the song you know by him, if you know anything, it's Fireflies. We're not going to play Fireflies. We're going to play another tune from this album. The album is called Ocean Eyes. It is fantastic. Top to bottom. Probably one of the best albums of that decade. I'm going to play for you a tune called Umbrella Beach. And here it is.
Umbrella Beach from Owl City from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He goes on to uh, to work with uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. They have that. That's probably his other top ten hit with him as as Owl City, and then as uh, helping out Carly Rae Jepsen, a lovely Canadian gal. And then he does some soundtrack work. He's on the Wreck-It Ralph soundtrack. When will I see you? And you might know that tune. But uh, hopefully, we'll hear be hearing more music from our friend. The Owl City Man, as uh, they call him on Radio 1. Uh, a, a buddy of his, turns out, is uh, this young lady from Canada. And back in the early days, of course, when people are still kind of finding their way on the Internet, uh, people are talking to each other and making – and they, these guys become friendly. Uh, her name is Lights. She is from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And, uh, they are like-minded and they just kind of, they're, they're, they pal around, uh, they end up touring together and, and things like that. Uh, she will later appear in one of his videos, uh, Deer in the Headlights, look that up. But, uh, she has her own album come out around this exact same time. In fact, I think Ocean Eyes and The Listening come out within a month of each other. She has an EP ahead of this, uh, and then all the songs from the EP appear on The Listening. I think Ocean Eyes came out in July and, like, The Listening came out in September or something like that. And I'm going to play you, again, that's a, another great album, top to bottom, The Listening. Uh, if you, it, you enjoy your techno pop and you need something newer than the 80s, why then uh, Ocean Eyes and The Listening uh, couldn't be more perfect for you. I'm going to play the big single from this album, which surprisingly did not become a hit in Canada. I think it scraped the bottom of the top 40, which is just insane because she's, she's so talented. She's so good. This is Lights with Savior. By lights, and as I've always said, I've got to do a little uh, disclaimer. As they say, I'm a fan of lights, not because she's pretty, because she is. She's she's a pretty ugly, but she's she's only thirty. You so don't you don't 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 be don't be thinking anything like that. Uh, I like the fact that she's Canadian, and as she puts it, she tickles an early synth, and she's just she's just a sweetheart too. We've met her several times. Uh, we've interviewed her before. She's been on the show. She did the liner at the beginning of the show. So yeah, she's uh, just a great gal, married to a gentleman named Bo Bakken. He was in a group called what? He's in like a, a hard rock band. And they live out in, I think, British Columbia now. And they have a little uh, daughter, Rocket. And they, they, they could, couldn't be a cuter family. So anyway, uh, check out Lights. Check out her husband's band, too, if you like, if you're more of a hard rock type of person. So we're going to get to the end of the aughts, as they say, with some two familiar dudes, Neil and Chris, Pet Shop Boys. They're still banging away. And uh, they 
uh, released what I guess is their last top 40 hit in the UK, and it is a tune and a half. This is a, was a great, great tune. Uh, fun little video, that they did, little animated video they did for it. Uh, this is called Love Etc. from Pet Shop Boys. So as you can see, a lot of you know new folks coming in making uh, techno pop, influenced by folks like Pet Shop Boys and OMD and Pet Shop Boys. Still at it next week. We will uh, listen to some bands from the teens, the twenty teens, uh, and we will listen to an old band. We'll listen, of course, to uh, what OMD is up to in the aughts and the teens. They uh, get back together in the aughts. They don't release uh, a new album until technically the teens. I guess the teens actually start at ten. Because there's uh, same thing with the '80s, like nine, the '80s start in 1980, obviously. So the teens technically would start in uh, 2010. That's when they release their first album since uh, the Pacific Age. Well, as a group, uh, first album as OMD at all since 1995, six. But we'll get to that next week. We'll hear from Pains of Being Pure at Heart, Metric, Capital Cities, the 1975, all kinds of bands like that, and all kinds of interesting stories and connections within. So uh, that's it. That is the history of synth pop. The Aughts. Hope you enjoyed that. We are up to the song of the week. This just popped up. Um, I was just minding my own business on Facebook, which I'm not really doing. But uh, Walk the Moon, they're from Cincinnati. Let me bring this up here. Uh, they're from Cincinnati, and they've released a new single. It's actually a new e- three-song EP. I can only get one of the songs to download, but it's the actual single. It's called Can You Handle My Love? And uh, they have a video for it, so I clicked on the video, and I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, like, eh? I don't know. I, I mean, it's fine. And then uh, I downloaded the song and listened to it while I was working. It's one of those songs that just it gets a lot better as it goes along. So what I'm going to do for you, usually I play the first 90 seconds of the song because I'm only, well, I'm only supposed to play 30. But again, as my buddy Pat Francis says, if iTunes can play you 90 seconds, we can play you 90 seconds under fair use. So I'm going to actually skip to the end of the song and play you the last 90 seconds of the song because it's so much better. It, like it, it takes so long for the song to get going and for and for the hook to appear. Uh, and there's all kinds of other great musical things going on in the middle and the end of the song. But I don't know why they didn't start with that. They should actually start with the way the song ends. And maybe I'll try to do a remix of it. But 
uh, my remix skills are limited. In any case, here is Walk the Moon, Song of the Week, PF Tape Recorder. So long. Thanks for listening. My dream plane lands and I open my eyes. The sun is up already and my head is on fire. I guess you must like me because you're still by my side. I haven't slept in days and I still feel so alive. Feel so alive. Feel so alive. Feel so alive.